Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the USMLE Guys podcast. Today, we're diving into a short clip from one of our recent USMLE Coaches Corner Live episodes on YouTube. This is a quick tip that you can take and immediately use to boost your USMLE Step 1 and or Step 2 CK exam performance and results. If you find this tip to be useful and you want to ace your USMLE exams with certainty in less time and with ease, visit us at usmleguys.com to learn how we can help you make it happen. Now let's dive into today's episode. Last topic, micro. Now, of course, micro is full of memorization, but the way that I found to be easiest to really master this stuff is to do the following. So step one, start with algorithms, right? So keep in mind that when it comes to micro, the vast majority of your questions will pertain to your bacteria and your viruses, which is great because we have some algorithms for those um, those structures. So gram positive, gram negative, uh, you know, sure. your viruses, etc. So start by simply, and you can just go to your first aid for this, start by simply drawing out the full algorithm. So the gram positive, what is at the top, and then draw out your algorithm. Same thing with gram negative. Once you can draw out a full algorithm with no issues, you can do it in your sleep, then you want to start by filling in the highest yield, the most important details for each organism. So think, if, if we have Staph aureus, what is something you always see tested? Pseudomonas, what are some of the things we always see tested? Then you have the uh, ability to recreate that algorithm and you have the most important thing. That's extremely important. That'll get you a good chunk of the way there. Once you are able to do that, without a mistake, you have the high yield stuff right there. Then you want to fill in more details to sort of round out your algorithms. Now, at this point, the algorithm is going to start to get nice and fat, and that's okay. Mm. Get a big piece of paper, right? Or draw or write smaller. But the whole point of this is if you can recreate a gram positive, gram negative, and all your virus algorithms, you can fill in the most important, highly tested information and some of the lesser tested, but still often tested stuff. Guys, that's 90% of your micro section right there because sure. mycology, parasitology, protozoa, that stuff. It'll show up, but not nearly as much as as uh, bacteria and viruses. And so you do that, man, you are most of the way there. Yeah. So that is what I would recommend you guys do for this. Now, when it comes to the, the parasites, all that other stuff, we don't have as good of an algorithm. So I would just suggest, you know, that stuff needs to be memorized. But keep in yeah. mind, the algorithms will get you 90% of the way there. And that's fantastic. Now... The last thing I want to say with respect to all of this is you can have the best study approach, the best tools. The only way you're really going to master this stuff, even if you think you've got it mastered, memorized, is to test yourself. So as you are going through these more challenging topics, you always want to make sure that you are assessing yourself with questions. Now, if you're doing a specific uh, organ system like cardio, focus first on cardio. Once you've got it all mastered, then on your second question bank, you can mix things up. But if you are not doing questions along the way the right way, then you're only going to get so far. You'll get far, but probably not far enough to actually pass your exam. And just to give you an example, someone uh, reached out to me today on Instagram, used a specific uh, study program, uh, a very well-known one, didn't do questions, didn't do NBMEs, didn't use first aid and failed. And you know, the first aid I don't think is necessary. It's a helpful tool. Um, but yeah. at the end of the day, without any questions, you're never going to 
be able to find your your weaknesses. You're never going to train yourself to be a good test taker. And that's going to be, you know, the the kiss of death on your step one or your step two exam. Yeah, because I mean, especially microbiology, you know, we read and read and watch videos and we understand it, but then they simply ask you a question. They bring up like gram negative rod, gram positive rod, normal bias and resistant or sensitive. It's like, well, you know, you have to kind of know it all. And it's a shame to kind of, to understand what the case is about and then not realize the profile and not realize a special stain that's needed to be given or a treatment plan. Step one, honestly, now there's a lot of questions asking about not what the next best step is, but what you give to treat, right? Yeah, so sure. that's why you have to, yeah, you have to basically understand that it's good to go for gram positives, gram negatives, but put the time into understanding. What I don't like to hear is, oh, I'm weak in micro. So why'd you move on? Why do you keep moving on to more bigger? Well, I'm bored. I want to change it up. Well, do you understand now that you left micro to go somewhere else and now you got to go back to micro? And then if you get questions on micro, get it wrong, you're going to get upset. Why don't you put the time into there, five days, six days, seven days, hey, maybe more, and get a nice picture of everything and test yourself actively and also passively. Review and test. Crash course drills ourselves work together as a team. Because if you don't do that, you're going to passively go through it, say, I know it all, and then you get a simple question about the coronavirus or single-stranded DNA that's naked, and you're like, I don't know what they're asking about. And then I do this. And they go, why are you slapping yourself? No, slap cheek, B19. They go, oh, there it is. And because of that, you get into trouble. So you have to understand the information, put the time in, or else you won't get the results. You won't get it. We can promise you that. Yeah, and you know what's really interesting? You might think you know something inside and out, but until someone just throws a question at you, you don't really Ooh. know how well you know it, right? Because you know, yeah. one of the things that I'm putting together some questions right now for next week's quiz for for that we give away. And, you know, if you go through the first aid, for example, uh, I was doing neuro today and you look at the cranial nerves, right? And, and which, which, um, which holes in the skull they pass through. Mm. And if you were to memorize it from top to bottom, then, okay, you're going to think, okay, cranial nerve one, I remember two. But what if I just say, give me, uh, you got five seconds, cranial nerve seven, where does it go? Then I go cranial nerve one, where does it go? Cranial nerve 12, where does it go? Students oftentimes don't know this stuff like that like yeah. they should it's oh, like so. okay i could probably figure it out but until you've been asked and you realize oh i don't know it as well as i should you don't have the ability to pull that information from your your filing system fast enough and oftentimes it can just be that you know it it's there somewhere but until you get asked questions you don't know how fast you can retrieve that information and retrieval exactly. is more important than knowledge obviously the knowledge needs to be there but if you know it all but it takes you three minutes to retrieve a piece of information. It's game over, man. There's no that's way it. you'll pass. You could no. be this. You could be perfect, knowing everything. That's why some students who memorize the first aid don't pass the exam. They say, "I memorize it inside and out." Awesome. How many questions did you do? Ah, uh, three hundred. Okay, I failed my exam. What do you think happened? I don't know. I memorized the first aid. Well, it's retrieval. Mm. Your retrieval is too slow, and I don't think yeah. anyone. No, we don't even talk about that that often, but that's why we wrote drills books because if you can't retrieve basic facts, which a lot of students can't, almost instantaneously, if you've got 10 to 15 facts in a vignette that you can't say right away, I know what that is, I know what that is, but you're sitting there trying to figure out what everything is, it's game over. So guys, keep it's that tough. in mind. Yeah. Now, that's why it's so much information out there, but you know, a lot of students, I think they, they sacrifice questions for doing content. And then the problem is they don't know when to shift over. So they do a lot of content building or rebuilding, not enough yeah. questions. And, or they do too many questions, not enough content. 
it's a fine balance. I mean, it's a balance, it's a balance that yeah. every person has to have their own balance, their own formula to balance it because everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. That's what they don't realize. So we hope that when we do our videos every week like this and more that we that we post, you guys understand that, you know, there's there, there's no cookie cutter response or, or, or plan. Like you have to be specific for what your strengths and weaknesses are. Or it's challenging to pass. It really is. You got to know yeah. we how to balance it. That's yeah. all it is. Good stuff, man. Thanks for listening. I hope you found that to be helpful. If you want more, be sure to check out our other episodes right here on the USMLE Guys podcast. And if you're ready to dive in and simplify your USMLE prep process, don't forget to head over to usmleguys.com. I'll see you all on the next episode.